Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, you just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. So today at Express Yourself, we are throwing a party, but not just an ordinary party. It's a pet party. There are no doubts in my mind that people in America pamper their pets and pampering pets is often really fun because of all the cool stuff that pet services does. Like um, one of the fastest growing industries are gourmet treats, spas, pet hotels, designer clothing, and even fancy retirement homes for pets. Oh my, what a very interesting industry. But today our Nature Calls reporter Isaiah Rankin will be with us for two segments to tell us why the Critters at Home is so rewarding. And additionally, Kaya Kelly, our pop culture reporter of What's Poppin', shares some fun pet stories from the world of celebrities. So we'll be throwing in a few pet statistics during our party too because what's a party without educational stats? For example, did you know that there are more than 10,000 adoptable dogs and cats killed every day right here in the USA? Or that the top pet owning states include Vermont, New Mexico, South Dakota, Oregon, Maine, Washington, Arkansas, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Idaho? I'm so disappointed not to see California, but you can find out more with Caitlin as she's going to talk about how we can help these animals in need in her gift of giving segment. Take it away, Caitlin. Thanks, Young Ju. While I was doing some research this week for animals on our pet party show, I found some very alarming statistics myself. So did you know that approximately 5 million to 7 million pets enter animal shelters nationwide every single year? Today as we discuss our own pets at home who receive an overpouring of love and attention on a daily basis, we should remember all the animals that aren't so fortunate. I have two dogs at home who are both adopted through rescue missions, and I am so lucky to have them. I also have three cats that my family adopted, and again, just having these animals and knowing that I saved their lives is very inspirational. Overall, I think that cats make very great pets along with dogs, but June is actually National Adopted Cat Month. The designated month encourages people to take part in pet adoption. Unfortunately, though, not everyone, especially us teenagers, can make that commitment to adopt a dog or cat. Having a pet is extremely time-consuming and takes dedication. You will be responsible to take care of this animal for years to come. My mom adopted cats in college and took care of them until recently when they began to pass away. 
All of them lived to be around 18 years old, and this was obviously a long time commitment. But if this undertaking seems very daunting to you, don't worry. There are several other opportunities for you. Fostering an animal could be a possibility if you're not ready to officially make that adoption. Taking care of a dog or cat for the rest of your life is a very big responsibility, and I know I keep saying that, but I cannot reiterate this enough. With fostering, an animal is only in your care temporarily while it's adopted to its forever home. This could take a couple of weeks or several months. The time period is unpredictable and indefinite, but one thing is definite. Foster families are crucial to pets because it saves animals from being put to sleep at an overcrowded shelter. If fostering isn't the best idea for you, but you still want to spread the gift of giving and help animals, you certainly can. Many animal shelters or rescues are seeking volunteers. Your duties may include walking, feeding, or washing pets. You'll be able to spend time and interact with the animals while making a very big difference. I volunteered with a dog rescue previously, and it was extremely rewarding. Most of these abandoned or abused pets just want some TLC. If you don't have time to volunteer on a regular basis, consider holding a drive or collection. Items like kitty litter, dog food, and animal toys are always needed. Ask all of your friends, family, and neighbors to donate to your cause. One of my personal favorite organizations to work with is the ASPCA, or the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. This organization works nationally to rescue animals from abuse, pass humane laws, and share resources with many shelters across the country. Visit their website at ASPCA.org to find out how to support their inspirational cause. Thanks, Caitlin, for all this great info. I remember when I was 10 years old and I really wanted a pet. I wanted a pet dog. And my mom said, oh, you know, when you're 13 and you're more responsible, we can think about getting you a dog. But it never really happened. And I'm still dogless. (laughs) But I've had my fair share of pets. And how has your personal experiences with pets driven you to volunteer and hold collections for animal shelters and rescues? Well, I am a pretty big animal lover myself, so I really think that my passion and care for my own pets has inspired me. Like I said, I have two dogs and cats, and I think that just working with them and loving them and taking them out on walks, and not the cats, but taking my (laughs) dogs out for walks and just spending that time with them has really given me that passion and has fostered that love for animals that has really given me that push and that drive to help other animals as well. Yeah, um, I had a rabbit once, and because I had so much fun with my rabbit, I remember volunteering with animal shelters because (laughs) it was just really fun to be around animals, especially if you can't take them home. (laughs) Yes, I actually had a rabbit myself. Um, a couple years ago, and I adopted her. Her name was Angel, and I adopted her from the 4-H fair, and I loved her to absolute bits, but unfortunately, she did end up passing away, but we had a great few years, and she definitely inspired me as well to get involved and help animals that maybe aren't so fortunate or don't have such a loving home. So, if I do want to hold a drive and collect items for animals, how do I get started? Well, I think that the basic first and foremost thing that you should do is just educate yourself, find out maybe some statistics and why this issue is important to you, because that's something that's really going to be important in the long run. And then also find an organization that inspires you. Maybe like me, it is the ASPCA, or maybe it's just a local animal shelter that you really are moved by their work. So make sure just to educate yourself and really know what you're going into before you get started. And why is animal cruelty such a cause that you're passionate about? Well, I think the the primary thing with this is that dogs and cats do not have a voice. Unlike us, to a certain degree, we can speak up. But with animals, they have absolutely no voice and they're stuck in this situation. And so I think that it's really inspiring. And we as humans should really make sure to give them a voice and make sure that their life really does matter because I think that a lot of animal abuse happens every day so it is definitely a very important issue. And what are some perks slash downsides of fostering an animal? Well I have never fostered myself 
But I have friends and family that have, and I've heard both the good sides of it and the bad sides. Of course, with the bad side, you do, I've heard, become pretty attached to the animal, and then you do end up giving it away to its forever home. But you just have to remember that they were a chapter in your life and that you really made a difference for them because instead of them having to enter a shelter, you were able to give them a very nice home to live in for that time period. And then also, I think just the good experience of knowing that you really, truly changed that animal's life. Yeah, I remember when I was seriously looking into adopting a doll with my best friend, we were both really surprised at how animal like dogs from animal shelters they already have all their shots and they already have all the necessary um procedures done so that was also a plus yes many of them actually become trained already Mm -hmm. before you adopt them yeah and along with cats a lot of them you can already have trained you don't have to teach them how to use a litter box so it's very convenient and i think that it's become a lot easier to adopt because of these Uh, different factors it's very very easy not to have to train them I know with my dog we got her untrained and it was very very difficult in the beginning but we ended up being able to train her through a different uh courses that we took with her uh, because it was very hard of course trying to teach them those basic house skills so when they they come already trained it's very very convenient yeah and you're just doing such a good thing by adopting a dog that doesn't already have a home and so that's also a moral plus as well as having the benefits of an already trained dog and thank you so much for sharing Caitlin I don't have any pets currently but I can definitely relate to you because I've have had pet experience and so I'm glad that you're spreading the word and helping all these animals Yes, I could not live without my pets, but when we return Nature Calls with Isaiah Rankin, he will be sharing lots of very fun facts about furry critters, so make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, links, gossip, and more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends and tweet your friends as well to join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
Thanks for staying in tune to express yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where kids talk and the world listens. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And it's Pet Party here at Express Yourself Teen Radio, and I'm Young Juon. We're also celebrating because for the fourth year in a row, Be The Star You Are charity has been honored with the prestigious 2013 top-rated awards by Great Nonprofits, the leading provider of user reviews about nonprofit organizations. Thanks for voting for us. Yes, very, very exciting accomplishment. But anyways, our youngest reporter, 12-year-old Isaiah Rankin, loves his creatures. This pet party is a perfect program for seem to reptiles and turtles. Today in Nature Calls, we will find out what is so great about his pet lizards and turtle. Hi, Isaiah. Hi, Isaiah. Hi. So most people love cats, dogs, birds, and fish, but your specialty is reptiles. So can you just tell us a little intro of what you own as pets? Yeah, um, currently right now I have a lizard, and his name's Apollo, and he's a bearded dragon, and I have a turtle, and his name's Captain. What's um, the attraction? <laughs> wow, that's very, very exciting. I don't know if my mom would let me own lizards. What's the attraction yeah. of lizards or dragons? Um, they're just a good basically i mean like if you're like they just between nine and ten you could own one and they'd be easy to take care of and they live and they actually live a long time so um you can live with them for like 45 years and how long have you had your animals for um i have my uh, my lizard for like a month now and my turtle i've had him for about a year has your last uh, sorry, you're getting tongue-tied here. Has your lizard ever gotten sick? Um, no, actually, I keep him healthy. Um, I take care of him really well, and that's what's just going to keep him healthy and mm-hmm. cause him from not dying. And how are these animals really rare? Are you, like, the only person who has these as pets, or do a lot of your friends have lizards as pets? Um, some of my friends do. My specific lizard, those, there's a... Um, there's different types of them. They're the same species of bearded dragons, but there's different colors and uh, different traits that they each have. And mine, mine's kind of a rare one. Yeah, I guess you can say that. So when you talk about taking care of your pets and really taking care of them well, what do you mean by that? What do you have to do? This is just coming from someone who has absolutely no experience with lizards. So I'm just wondering exactly what does that mean? Well, taking care of your taking care of each and every animal is like, it will vary completely like differently. Like with my bearded dragon, the temperature, he's a desert. He was actually originated from Australia. So he's going to be in a really hot um, environment. So in my cage that he's in right now, the temperature has to be at least about a hundred degrees and the humidity, maybe around 20. Um, You have to feed him a bunch of different things. Like uh, bearded dragons have a, a vast diet. They'll eat anything from crickets to worms to veggies and fruits. Like, I feed um, every day. I go in the kitchen and I make my lizard a like a, a salad, and I put <laughs> carrots in there, throw some other fruits and vegetables in there, and that's basically what he eats. And um, as far as the tank, um, mine is my lizard's twenty inches long from head to tail, so he has to have like a really big tank. My tank is a fifty gallon that he's in right now. Wow. And how do you keep this huge tank at such a constant temperature of like 100 degrees and humidity, 20 degrees? Well, there's if you go to a local pet shop, you can probably pick up a light or bulb, Mm -hmm. um, like uh, like a 150 watt bulb that are very expensive. (laughs) Got to say that. (laughs) But yeah, you basically just put the light in the bulb and then you plug it in, you put it over the tank. And um, yeah, you put a you're going to want to put a monitor the temperature with like a temperature gauge or something like that. So overall, is your lizard pretty friendly or has he ever bitten anybody? Um, yeah, he's pretty friendly. Like I watch a movie with him. Sometimes I'll put him on <laughs> my chest. That's yeah. So sweet. Um, I was, he was playing on my bed and I was putting my finger in front of his face and he got <laughs> mad and bit me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And so does he leave his tank a lot? Yeah, um, one thing I was going to get into is um, you have to, it's a requirement to actually hold them at least 30 minutes a day because they're very, they're social, they're social (laughs) animals and they're just playful and they're just fun to have. 
So it's kind of like dogs. Like dogs need to be walked. Yeah, it's like a miniature dog. <laughs> yeah. So I know we were just talking about those very expensive light bulbs. About how much did the lizard and all the supplies cost overall for someone who's looking to buy a lizard? Well, it depends on what quality you have. If you want just, you know, like if you want a really good tank and you just want one pet and you just want to have a really nice, you know, like unique decoration in your house, you can spend anywhere from $250. Um, personally, I spend about $200, like $50 on the tank, $75 on the lizards, and then... The rest on decorations, like, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how much do you think it costs monthly to keep your pets in good condition? Well, you have to buy a substrate and you have to change that out because they will, you know, go to the bathroom and you don't want them, you don't want that to get moldy, otherwise that can cause them to get sick. So you want to, you're going to have to keep a steady payment of a substrate at least every month. And then the electricity bill for the uh, lights and everything that's running in the tank is going to cost you quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you think that these are good pets for other kids your age, or are these creatures too advanced? Um, I'm actually, I think anyone from 9 to 10, up from 9, can own one, a, a baby one at least. Because <laughs> they're pretty big, and they're kind of hard to handle when they're big, because they're, you know, they're so big. <laughs> yeah, what do you think is, like, one positive about having a lizard that is unique to lizard? Like, dog owners don't feel this, or don't get this. Well, having a lizard is, is, is kind of weird in a way, because... You don't, you don't really usually walk into someone's house and, you know, you see a dog to greet them or something. But in my house, you get greeted by a 20-inch lizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yes, I'm sure that's a little bit exciting for people. All of your visitors, I'm sure, <laughs> just love him. I'm sure they're yeah. so surprised when they walk in and they see this huge lizard. The one word I hear the most is, whoa. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And does he know his name? No, he does. He doesn't know his name. Um, he, I, I mean, he's not gonna. He'll he'll stay if I put him somewhere. He'll stay. He's not. He's not as smart as like a dog where you can teach them to you know sit, speak, play dead. But he's a pretty. Good, he's pretty smart for a reptile. Yeah. Do you, can you play games with him? <laughs> Out of curiosity. Sometimes, you know, you can, like, take a rock or a little ball or even you can push it back. You can push it to him and then go pick it up and then push it to him. He'll go running after it and try to attack it. It's pretty funny. Oh, my goodness. That sounds hilarious. It'd be good to go on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, actually, my friend, I remember in the fifth grade, neither of us had pets at the time. So it was just so exciting. She had gotten a fish. And I remember we both wanted to play games with it. But there wasn't really anything that we could do. So... It was a little bit disappointing. I think we had gotten a few different decorations for its tank, though. So that was fun. And what are the decorations that you have in? Um, currently, he has this big log that he that he basks on to you know soak up the heat that he needs. Um, I threw a couple of plants in there. There's a water dish, and there's another plant. It's slightly bigger than the rest of them. And then there's a... On the bottom, there's like this on this this carpet that I put in there. It's like a green carpet. It's just easier to clean. It's not that fancy, but it's it's more. It's just easier. And why does he like the carpet? That's interesting. Um, the carpet. It, I'm not sure if he likes it, but he might. He probably does like it because it's grippy. Because it, you know, it's carpet. But it's easier more on me because all you have to do is put take the carpet, put it in your washer, you know, wash it off the hose instead of taking out everything in the tank, putting it. All new substrate, going out and buying it. I just, it's it's more easy on the owner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time. I'm Caitlin Darrow. Thanks, Isaiah, for the information on reptiles. We'll find out more about this animal kingdom with Isaiah in our next segment when he discusses turtles. So hang on, everyone, because the Express Yourself Pet Party will continue after the break. And I'm Youngju On, and visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com Don't go away. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And we are partying with pets today. It's Pets on Parade, Pampered Pets, Pet Treats, and Pet Possibilities. Did you know that you can get pet diapers, pet wheelchairs, pet footwear? Such tender care of our animal companions is helping to drive the growth in the sale of pet products primed to hit $55 billion this year, a 15% increase from three years ago. Wow, I did not know that there are pet vitamins, animal massage therapists, and gourmet food, which costs more than human food. Obviously, millions of pet owners want to ensure the comfort and pleasure of their family pets. I don't think that my dogs or cats will be that spoiled anytime soon, <laughs> though. Isaiah's back with us to talk more about nature calls, so let's find out what his take is on all this pampering. Hi again, Isaiah. Do you pamper your pets? Um, I do pamper my pets, to be honest with you. Um, today I'm going to be talking about my turtle. He is a Razorback Musk Turtle, and um, his name's Captain. So what is so cool about turtles? What's cool about turtles is when you get them as babies, they're really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what's cool about my turtle is that he is really easy to take care of. He's really hardy. Um, he doesn't bite. He doesn't do anything wrong. And he's just, you know, clean the tank every week or two, feed him, and then you got, you know, he's pretty fun to play with as well. And I know a lot of dogs have like special treats, special clothes, and being one once being a turtle owner myself, I know that there's a huge lack of turtle pet accessories. So how do you pamper your turtle? Um, I put some really expensive decorations in there and I feed him uh, a lot of different food. Um, currently in my tank, he has a nice little waterfall. He has a log and a cave. Oh my going. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I don't feed him just pellets. I feed him, uh, like I feed him vegetables as well. Like, uh, lettuce, um, broccoli, tomato, anything like that. And does he need anything specific for proper shell growth, such as these vegetables? What do you need? What all turtles need, and mostly all reptiles and amphibians need, is a UVB light. UVB light is going to help their shell grow, and it's not because if they don't have the proper UVB light, their shell will actually deform, and we don't really want deformed animals now, do we? <laughs> yeah. Um. What kind of turtle do you have? Um, my turtle, he is a Razorback Musk turtle. And how big do they get? Um, I I went for the smaller ones, uh, the smaller species. They get about four or five inches. The males and the females get about six or seven. 
how old was he when you first got him? And I, about how long will he live for? When I first got him, he was about three months old, and he's going to live for about 40 years. Wow. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so long. <laughs> yeah. How big do they get at their 40-year-old birthday? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, when they, they're full-grown, um, usually in held captive if they're taken care of really well. They should be about five or six inches. <laughs> wow. So they don't grow that big compared to your huge lizard. No. Uh, Apollo, yeah, my 20-inch lizard, they will grow nowhere near that. <laughs> and do turtles harbor any diseases that humans can get? Because I know sickness is a huge problem. Like, my mom was so worried about my turtle and sickness. <laughs> Yeah, um, like I said before, they can get uh, shell degrowth, or def not degrowth, um, shell um, disformation, and that's not necessarily a sickness, but it can cause it. They can grow a mold on their shell if they're not, if the water isn't clean enough, and that can definitely cause ammonia in the tank, and it will, it will just, it will kill them, and we don't want that. Can these reptiles give any diseases to humans? Um... Yes, they can. They can give you salmonella, which is very good. <laughs> I know my mom always warns me not to eat cookie dough because you can get salmonella from that. <laughs> yeah, the raw eggs. Yeah. 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 How do you know exactly how the reptiles can give humans that? Um, I think it's just on their skin. Like uh, yeah. a kid, a kid um, uh, below the age of five cannot touch him. Otherwise, they get salmonella. And frankly, my sisters, I don't even want—I don't even want them touching them. They're six and seven, mm -hmm. and I make yeah. them wash their hands even if they yeah. do, which they really don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, washing hands is really important, especially touch after touching any animal, not just yeah. turtles. Yeah. Is and there anything that you can do to keep your turtle free from salmonella? Yeah, you. Oh, actually, no. I don't. No, it's just—it's just part Probably of their skin. Yeah, yeah, it's part of their skin. And does he have any natural predators? I know probably not at your house, but in the yeah. wild. In the wild, um, they live in swampy areas, so probably bigger fish, like ducks, wow. birds, a lot of things. But that's why they have their show. Hmm. And what's the difference between a water turtle and a ground turtle? Because I have seen both, and I'm not really sure what the difference between the two are. Um, the difference is the water turtle, obviously, they live in the water. Um, the water turtles, they're, they, they, I'm not gonna lie, they stink more. They definitely stink more. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a water turtle, and cleaning yeah. its cage was quite an ordeal. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I prefer tortoises. They're probably easier to take care of, but they grow much larger, and they're much more expensive. So, t I would go with the water turtle. I mean, I can deal with the smell for a little bit. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> Well, you guys actually both can really answer this question. How hard is it to keep the tank clean when you have a t turtle? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the tank gets really dirty at a really short period of time. They're just just—they're kind of filthy animals. That's why I have a filter going in there. But uh, it's really easy for it to get dirty. That's why you have to do constant tank changes because you don't want, like I said before, you don't want ammonia or any other poison in the water that can kill them. Yeah, I remember cleaning my turtle tank. I had two turtles, and um, I cleaned their tank maybe twice a month because they weren't that big of turtles. Actually, funny story. When I got my turtles, they were about the size of my thumb. But um, oh. after, like, a year, they became the size of my hand. And so it was just... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm looking at my thumb, and then I'm looking at my hand, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it really depends on how big your turtle is, too. Yeah. Um, some turtles, some actually, some pet stores will actually trick you into buying them. You know, when you get them as babies, they're cute. Yeah. But when they grow up, they get big. Yeah. That's why you got to do your homework about them. And what do your turtles eat? Um, my turtle, he actually, I feed him these like pellets that are full of the protein and calcium that he needs. Um, sometimes I feed him some veggies, some lettuce, uh, stuff like that. Now, I know we talked about Apollo being a pretty friendly pet. So is your turtle pretty friendly, or is he more on the aggressive side? Um, 
he couldn't he couldn't hurt a fly even if he wanted to <laughs> he he he's he'll just go in his shell or he'll come out he'll just look at you wondering what are you doing put me back in the water <laughs> yeah yeah my turtles didn't like being touched all that much either Did, yeah do your turtles ever snap or bite at people um no my turtle um he's actually pretty friendly um as long as uh you don't yeah, he's actually no. I don't think no matter what you do, I don't think you'll get him to bite you. <laughs> so, what do you think is the funnest thing about having a turtle? Since you can't exactly play with them, probably your friends coming over to your house and everybody just kind of looking at it and be like, "Oh, that's so cool, man! Where'd you get that?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Very impressive. Yeah, my turtles. Like, whenever people would come over, they'd always, like, tap at the cage and they'd be like, oh, it's so cool that you have turtles. Yeah. And can your turtle live outside in a pond? <laughs> Random oh. question. Um, actually, yeah, he can. Um, many people actually do that. Uh, wow. I know tons of people, yeah, that they, um, they have ponds, like, koi fish ponds, and I'll throw some turtles in there. Um, I'm pretty sure you have to put a gate around it, otherwise, you know, they might run away. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine that? Having a runaway yeah. turtle. A runaway yeah, turtle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering if it would be able to actually adapt to the pond. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, yeah, I know tons of people who do that. Well, yeah, well, actually, we are out of time right now. But thank you so much, Isaiah, for sharing Nature Calls. And, yeah, thank you so much for sharing all your cool turtle facts. I've youngju you on, and when we return, we'll get a sneak peek at Celebrity Pets. I'm Caitlin Darrow, and we're your teen co-hosts for today. During the break, visit our creative community at btsya.com. Express Yourself Teen Radio will be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. When it comes to pets, celebrities seem to be having a bigger and crazier pet party. Our What's Poppin' reporter, Kai Kelly, knows a thing or two about what's happening in the spotlight. Hi, Kai. Hi, Kai. Hey. 
Okay, so today on the show, we have been talking about pets. For a long time in my own family, my mother was very resistant towards getting us a pet because she thought that we wouldn't take care of it and that we weren't mature enough to handle getting one. However, my sister loves animals, and she begged and begged my mom for years. I think this is a story that's pretty common in a lot of families. Finally, my mom broke down, and for the past couple of years, we've had a very overweight cat named Ella. She didn't start out overweight. We got her as a kitten, but we have probably overfed her, and now she barely even moves. Getting a cat or a dog is pretty normal, but some celebrities actually own some pretty strange pets. So today on What's Poppin', that's exactly what we will be discussing. So David Beckham, the famous soccer player, he's in a British married to Victoria Beckham. He got two micro pigs for Christmas in 2009. They named it after their family friends, David Furnish and Elton John. Micro pigs are basically tiny pigs who grow to be 14 inches tall, and they're very, very expensive. They cost a couple over $2,200, and these pigs reside at the Beckham's country estate in England. Mike Tyson, the famous boxer who bit off someone's ear, and he was also in the movie The Hangover, actually has a strange hobby of pigeon racing. He owns thousands of domesticated pigeons, and he says the hobby is really therapeutic. I think as long as he treats them well, then that's fine, but he also actually has a personal pigeon trainer to help him hone his skills. So a strange pet right there. Kristen Stewart, the famous Twilight star, owns several wolf-dog hybrids. Reese Witherspoon owns two miniature donkeys that are named Honky and Tonky, and she owns them on her farm in Ojai, California. Michael Jackson owned a young chimpanzee named Bubbles, who often accompanied him on business trips. Bubbles apparently slept in a crib in Michael Jackson's room, and Bubbles used the same toilet, ate candy in the Neverland movie theater, and a lot of very adult things. Leonardo DiCaprio owns a 38-pound turtoise, and the turtoise can grow to weigh 200 pounds and live for 80 years. There are a lot of other celebrities who have crazy pets, but that's all we have time for for now. Wow, that was really informative. I didn't know, and all of these really cool celebrities had also really cool pets. But what are some other strange animals that celebrities own? Well, Hugh Hefner, who's of Playboy fame, actually has a zoo, so a complete zoo at the Playboy Mansion. And that zoo has peacocks, flamingos, squirrel monkeys, spider monkeys, and tamarins. So a very quite exotic zoo as well. Nicole Kidman owns a bunch of alpacas, and Steven Tyler owns a pet raccoon. And apparently he claims to go fishing with his pet raccoon every day. I'm not sure how true that is, but I mean, whatever floats your boat. Yes, definitely. These are actually very, very interesting, and I find them pretty hilarious. But why do you think that these celebrities like having these strange pets? I honestly think that's a really hard question to answer because... When you start researching celebrities' strange pets, you actually find that it's so common that almost every celebrity has something really weird that they own. And maybe it's because celebrities in general tend to be more out there. They're very individualistic. They're very creative. They like doing their own thing. And maybe they like to reflect that in owning something that's different than a dog and a cat. So maybe it's just basically their outgoing personality that makes them like to own a strange pet like that. And what is the strangest pet you've ever seen that wasn't from a celebrity. So I'm not, I, we actually have a family friend who owns a bunch of very, very small dogs, the kind of dogs that you carry around in your purse. Um, some girls like to do that. And so we have a family friend who owns probably around six of those. Those are kind of strange, but they're not like overly weird. Um, we also have, I know another friend who owns several donkeys, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a funky pet to have, especially if you're just living in a normal house. But not too weird overall. Yeah, my friend owns some chickens, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, my friend has ducks in her backyard, which, again, I think is so neat. And I know a few years ago, I went to Arizona for my first time, and we went to an alpaca farm, which was very, very <laughs> interesting. And then there's also an ostrich farm. So I'm not sure they're common in Arizona, but it was very, very interesting interesting going to see and actually seeing these animals in real life so do you think that all celebrities have weird pets i know we were just saying that many many of them have them but do you think that almost most of them do 
I think that actually, if you think about it a little bit more, I did more research because I was looking at all these things and I was like, wow, all of these celebrities, why do they not own normal pets? But celebrities like Miley Cyrus owns dogs. Um, her boyfriend also owns dogs. <laughs> the um, Demi Lovato owns dogs. Like a lot of celebrities actually have normal pets as well. So not all celebrities have weird pets, but I do think that more than the normal amount of people having weird pets, celebrities outnumber that ratio. And what is your favorite pet? Um, I think I probably honestly like my cat the most. I, like, <laughs> I know cats are really boring and they don't take, they don't really show affection or love, but my cat's very fuzzy and she's calm and she doesn't ask for much and I appreciate that about her. Hmm. And do would, you think that, uh, well, would you ever own a strange pet yourself? I'm sure it'd be a lot of upkeep and care though. Yeah, I think it would be an interesting thing to do. I think it depends on, like, the living situation because I hope – I'm hoping right now I have a weird plan for my future, and I'm hoping right now that after I graduate from college then I will live in the city, so obviously then I wouldn't. But if I ever end up living on, like, a more spread-out area or an area where I could really actually take care of strange pets, then of course, I think I would consider it. It seems really cool. Yeah, my parents promised me that we'd get a pet, like – a dog or cat and now it's turned into go get a dog or cat when you're graduated from college and living somewhere that can accommodate so I don't know when I'll ever be able to take care of a dog oh <laughs> like I know that I talking about us having strange pets I know that I've always wanted a little miniature pig <laughs> and I always just figured that I would name it Wilbur because of Charlotte's <laughs> Web, and this is like my little fantasy when I was younger. And our own reporter Tanner Odell actually owns a pocket pig, pig which he keeps in his closet. So I have to say that I am pretty jealous of him. Yeah, our yeah. producer Cynthia Bryan also adopts abandoned and abused animals, and I know she's had chickens too. And she has a full yeah. barnyard of other animals as well. I think that's a oh, really that's so cool great. idea. Yeah, I think that would be very, very fun. I'm sure it would keep life very, very interesting having goats and pigs and chickens and ducks and rabbits and goats and all these different animals. I think that it would be really, really cool to have them. Right. Yeah. I think it, like, depends on where you are in your life. Like, I think people like Kristen Stewart or Reese Witherspoon who own giant farms would probably think, great, let's own, like, rabbits, goats, birds, horses. But where I live, I don't think I can really do that. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I can I handle having so many animals running around. But unfortunately, we are out of time again. But thanks so much, Kai. No problem. No problem. We want to give a shout-out of gratitude to our amazing network director of Voice America Kids, Perry Damone, and to our fabulously talented and patient broadcast director, Bruce Salstein. I wonder if they have pets. They are sort of our pets, and I'm sure they feel that we are their pets sometimes, too. They party with this broadcast of Express Yourself. And I'm Young Ju On, and we want to hear your thoughts, and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with Be The Star Your Charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Caitlin Darrow. Thank you for always tuning in every week. Thanks to Star Styled Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. It has been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program on Express Yourself. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you to our great guests. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines. 
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. <laughs> 